All right, Nabotai, welcome. It's Shabbat. <clears throat> I know the time is short. Everybody's busy. I don't know what they're doing, but they're busy. Erev Shabbat, you're busy preparing for Shabbat Kodesh. So. We're learning Parashat Kitisa. There's a, uh, a lot to say in Kitisa, obviously. It's long Parashat. There are a lot of themes in the Parashat that need, uh, you know, need analysis. But our great Dr. Rosenstein that... Uh, is with us, veteran member of the Shi'ur, mentioned that uh, we need help on Shabbat. He was referring to the weather patterns that are taking place in uh, Brooklyn. You know, the whole week is nice, and Shabbat comes, freezing cold, snow and ice, and he just put in a request for his family member in the Kotel Ma'arabi in Israel to maybe make a prayer for the, uh, for the weather to be uh, amicable for us on Shabbat. So... With that introduction of the doctor, <clears throat> our parasha also talks about Shabbat. Not the weather, but Shemirat Shabbat, which is obviously more important. So we will direct... Exactly. We will direct our comments today to the Shabbat. Again, if you have a homash, you might uh, have an advantage to these uh, Pesukim. We're learning, it's chapter, what is it, 31, Pasuk 12. 31-12. Well, So God speaks to Moshe. Speak to the people of Israel, saying, That you should keep the Shabbat, my Shabbat. Not your Shabbat. Your Shabbat is Sunday. Don't keep your Shabbat. Keep my Shabbat. My Shabbat's the seventh day. You have some of the people on Sunday to take the day off. That's, that's a synthetic Shabbat. So God says, I'm not against you taking off on a Sunday, but make sure you keep my, my Shabbat, not, uh, not the Shabbat that the, uh, <clears throat> that the society understands. Because it's a sign between... Me and them, the Dorotechem for the generations. They shall know that I am God that sanctifies them. Now, the question obviously is how did Shabbat segue into this perasha? It's, it sounds like there's zero connection to Shabbat. We're well aware of Shabbat from the Ten Commandments already, which was in Parashat Yitro. Now, I have no problem if the Torah wants to talk about Shabbat in every parasha. I think we need Hezukah on Shemirat Shabbat, so I'm not against it. But the Torah follows certain rules of, uh, you know, you have to have some pertinence to a topic, to why it's placed where it is. Now, till now, we're talking about Mishkan. For two and a half parashiyot, Terumat, Tetzaven, the beginning of Kitisat, it's all Mishkan stuff. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, the Torah digresses and says, you know what, I think now's an important time to talk about the importance of Shemirat Shabbat. So that she HaKadosh, right away, will deal. He says, Even though I just commanded you for two and a half parashiyot on the Mishkan-related subjects, Al don't be light, don't treat it lightly. As important 
as the Mishkan is, v'shakati betocham, to bring the Shekhinah down, but you must know, do not uh, diminish the kavod of the Shabbat for the construction of the Mishkan, that she's telling you that the Mishkan cannot be built on Shabbat. That is the connection. Where did Rashi learn this from? I mean, Siftah Hamim says what Rashi is trying to accomplish. The Kashel Rashi. What's this parasha doing over here? So Rashi says, it's directly connected to Mishkan. <coughs> the Ramban actually says a little uh, better for us to explain the Rashi. According to Ramban, By the way, read the next Rashi. Before we get to Ramban, you don't need the uh, Ramban yet. Rashi, Even though I want you to be very zealous and very, very motivated to do the Melachah of the Mishkan, Shabbat al paneha. Do not push the Shabbat away for it. Call akin verakin mi'utin. Now she says where he got it from. The fact that Torah says ach, whenever you see the word ach, ach is a word that limits. It's a restrictive word. And therefore the Torah is saying ach lema'et Shabbat memedechet mishkan. It's coming to minimize Shabbat from the Mishkan. Very good. So, by the way, it's excellent pshat uh, in Nashi. Nashi's telling you where he got it from. He just didn't make it up. The, he, he, he had a, 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 a hint or a... Uh, uh, he understood the, uh, the Pasuk's language. as they call it the syntax of the Pasuk using the word ach. So the Torah signaling. Limit. Beautiful Dirash. Now, what, could, what prompt could you have on this Rashi, by the way? It's a classic, gorgeous. He proves it to us. And everything is fine. But the Ramban is going to take, uh, have odds. It's going to be at odds with Rashi. Let's read the Ramban. He quotes Rashi. Afa pishitu fin bizuta melacha. Al shabbat mepaneha. Ramban says, with all due respect, I mean, that she is the master. And Ramban, by the way, concedes that in the Hakdama of his book. He says, listen, first and foremost, Rashi. That's, he's, the, uh, he's the boss. And after we deal with him, then we'll, uh, you know, give our own interpretations. But even the Ramban defers to the, you know, that she is the master. But, according to the Ramban, doesn't mean he's above uh, criticism. Therefore, the Ramban says, sorry, respectfully, uh, Jacob. I don't, I don't agree with him. He says, I don't argue with Rashi what an Ach does. And ach definitely is a restrictive. But yima'et b'shmirat shabbat But it's got to restrict what's in the pasuk. And what's in this pasuk is not mishkan, 
what's in this pasuk is Shabbat. So if the Ach is limiting something, it's limiting Shabbat observance, not Mishkan construction. And we're being mitzuveh, the commandment of this pasuk is not mishkan. The commandment over here is keep Shabbat. But even in your keeping of Shabbat, ach. Even Shabbat has a limit. And we'll see what the limitations are. But the Rabban is saying, it's not like Rashi. Rashi, what he did was, he saw the parasha before is what? Mishkan. And therefore he said, you know what the Ach is coming to do? It's coming to limit Mishkan construction from Shabbat. The Ramban says, no. This pasuk is not written in Mishkan, it's written in Shabbat. And therefore we have a rule. The Ach always is mema'et what the subject of the pasuk is. And then the Ramban, hold on to your seats. The Ramban says, for if Rashi is right, ve'im mishkan, It'll be permissible. Which means, because Ramban says, the Ach is minimizing Shabbat. So therefore, if you want to learn this Pasuk, is connected to the Mishkan, it's going to minimize Shabbat from the Mishkan, and therefore it should tell me you can build the Mishkan on Shabbat. Right, which means, and even if Rashi is right, that he says there's a connection between this Pasuk and Mishkan, then the Ach will say that we're minimizing not Mishkan, we're minimizing Shabbat, to the Mishkan. And therefore it should be what? Permissible to build the Mishkan. Even if you want to follow Rashi's rule to connect the Mishkan. But the Ach is a, is a reduction in Shabbat. So therefore we'll reduce Shabbat from the Mishkan. So therefore the Rabban has a different Mahalach. Following so far? Yes, Baruch Abal. He says, the Ramad says, yes, yeah, Shabbat is very important. However, there are certain times that Shabbat has to be uh, minimized, has to be restricted. When, for example, Milab is mana on Shabbat. Milab on the eighth day. Or Pikuah Nefesh. But go slow. It answers exactly what it's doing. The Ach is minimizing Shabbat. Oh, go, go slow, go slow. The Rabban didn't come to answer that. The Rabban's coming to question Nashi's usage of how he's Doresh the Ach. He questions it. And he says, by the way, I don't got to go to the Mishkan for the Ach. The Ach is to be Nidrash locally. In the Pasuk itself. And it's telling you, Shabbat's a great item. But even Shabbat, Ach. You have to know when Shabbat doesn't apply. And Shabbat doesn't apply in Brit Milah. Shabbat doesn't apply Pikuah Nefesh. Very good. Exactly. Oh. Then he says, so what is it doing here? Oh, so how do I know then that Melechet HaMishkan it's not Duchei Shabbat. Mepanishi is here, Babikan. Not because of the Ach. The fact that it brought Shabbat in. And it's talking about Shabbat next to the Mishkan. We ask, what's the connection? Ella must be coming to tell me Shabbat's more important than the Mishkan. As much as I talked about Mishkan, Shabbat is Shabbat. But not from the Ach. 
from the juxtaposition. So, again, there's no mahloket in the bottom lines over here between Nashi and Ramban. They agree all on the bottom lines. They both agree Pikwal Nevis Dochai Shabbat. They both agree Milaz Dochai Shabbat. They both agree that the Mishkan is not Dochai Shabbat. The question is the way they derive it. So I repeat, Rashi is Doresh from what? That how does he know that you cannot build the Mishkan on Shabbat? Ach, it's very good. Adam is coming to say what? That there is a limitation in the construction of the Mishkan. It can be built six days a week, but it cannot be built on the seventh day. Ach. Rabban comes along and says, For sure you're right that you can't build the Mishkan on Shabbat, but that's just from the juxtaposition. That's just from the fact that the Torah puts Shabbat right next to the Mishkan to come and tell me this is more important than that. But the Ach must be Nidrash in the Pasuk itself. You don't take an ach and bring it to a mishkan subject, which was discussed before. The ach must be doresh, what's in the pasuk itself. And the pasuk is talking about Shabbat. So therefore it has to reduce Shabbat to a certain degree. And what's the reduction that it gives? Brit milah and pikuah nefesh. Evantem? A nice, uh, by the way, a nice clean mahlok and ashiv to get the, uh, you, you can have a good time even in a, 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 a class that just gives you pishutoshil mikra. I think people neglect that. People think that for a good dirash, you got to have a good story and you got to have a good, uh, you, know, uh, uh, you know, a dirash of some sort taking the pasuk out of its context. But the people think, wait, wait, give it class to Sheen and Ramban. Ah, technical stuff. I'm not interested in that. No, I'm more interested in the, give me the Ma'am Loez, you know, give me the, give me the En Yaakov. But it's not so. If you read the Rishonim and you see where they're getting their Hedushim from, it's a... Uh, it's beautiful. <clears throat> but now, now we have to come and defend Rashi from the attacks of the Ramban. What do you think we're going to do? We're just going to let uh, Rashi now be defenseless? I mean, the Ramban is the Ramban. But Rashi obviously knows the rules. He knows how an Ach works. And then he just wake up yesterday. So therefore, we have to try to explain what is, uh, what's going on over in Pirush Rashi. Now, by the way, the Ramban, he fortifies his explanation on the Ach, because the Gemara that he quotes, actually, he quotes the Gemara, Masichet Yoman in the Yerushalmi, Uminayin she'safek nefashot doche Shabbat. How do we know that safek nefashot is doche Shabbat? Rabbi Abau, Amar Rabbi Yohanan, Ach et Shabbatotai teshmoru. So he says, by the way, I got a Yerushalmi that says the Ak is the Drash like me. Now, that's not a question against Rashi. Rashi is not coming to give you Derashot. Rashi already gave you his, uh, his mission statement on page one. So that's not a problem that, that a man can say, and he's not saying it. But that's not a problem that, hey, I got a Gemara with me that does Duresh the Ak like me. Rashi will say, I don't argue with the Gemara, but my job is not to bring to the reader all the Talmudic statements on the Pasuk. Open up a Torah to be mad, I'll do that for you. My job is to explain the Pasuk in its Pshat form. And to me, he says, the Pshat is, the Ach is not going on Shabbat, it's going on the Mishkan. Hazak ve'ematz. Fantastic. Oh, what are we going to do with the Rabban's question? So I saw an unbelievable Pshat in that sheet. It's from the Mikhtam de David. 
משכיל לדוד. There's a great rabbi called Rabbi David Pardo. He's one of the great commentators on Rashi. Which is an amazing thing. These great rabbis spent their lives trying to understand Rashi. And, uh, so Rashi's a limud. We always think, oh, Rashi, first grade. Now, the Maskele David did not write his book in first grade. He wrote his book when he was already, uh, you know, an old timer. And he says, unbelievable. He says, Rashi knows exactly what he's doing and he knows the rules and he's giving you the pshat and he's right. Why? He says, because we have a problem in this pasuk. Everybody's noticing and focusing on what? The ach. And you can't miss it. But he says, just like you have to focus on the ach, which is a restrictive word, there's the word it in this pasuk. Ach it shabetotai tishmoru. And just like ach has a rule to it, it also has a rule. And whenever you have an et, et is an inclusive word. Et lerabot. So we got a big problem in this reading of this pasuk. How do you have ach and et? They, they contradict each other. So he says, what would happen then if an ach and et, you know what they would do to each other? They would cancel each other out. Ach, et, you're back to what? Back to neutral. You're back to nothing. So then, th- 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 so then already we have a problem with the bazooka. <laughs> bring me an ach and then bring me an et. Guess what? Don't bring me the ach. Don't bring me the et. And you don't have to neutralize anything. So this is, this is what she was bothered with when he came to the bazooka. He said, hold it. I'm not only looking at the ach. I'm looking at the et also. And I got to figure out how to keep both these words uh, Relevant to the basuk. She's like, I got it. The ach is going on the mishkan and the et is going on Shabbat. Which means, when it says, et shabetotai tishmoru, it's saying, oh, just don't keep Shabbat. Et shabet. You have to be very careful to keep the Shabbat. You have to be hypersensitive to keep the Shabbat. Et shabetotai tishmoru. You have to be very, Shabbat is very fragile. And therefore, et Shabbat, don't just be a Shomer Shabbat. No, et, your Shabbat has to be. Oh, so therefore, we have already a pasuk that's telling me you have to be hypersensitive and be very careful on Shabbat. Now, we cannot have in the same pasuk that it's going to tell me, be hypersensitive and then, ah, forget about the Shabbat. You can't be, either you want me to be careful, you don't want me to be careful. No, we're not minimizing Shabbat in this person. We're telling you be very Shabbat mindful. But the Ach is coming to tell you, but we're going to minimize the construction of the Mishkan. No contradiction. Ach is on the Mishkan. And she's saying, I was forced. If there was no Et, I agree with the Ramban. You got to Doresh the Ach locally. But I can't Doresh the Ach locally, which is going to reduce Shabbat when the Pasuk itself is maximizing Shabbat. Then we got a contradiction. So what are you going to tell me? Neutral? Neutralize the, uh, uh, the effect of the Ach and the Ed? So don't say anything. Ela, the Psharans, we have to say, the Ach is going back on Mishkan, meaning, even though I told you to build the Mishkan, don't build it so much. Ach, take a break on Shabbat. I Ed, but when it comes to Shemina Shabbat, of course, now it's no contradiction. Now everything works out 
perfectly fine. Unbelievable shot. Which means we all got blinded by the ach. But that she, when he sees a text, he sees all the words, not like us. We see the it, it subliminally we just ignore the it. Because we look at it as like an auxiliary word. You know, it is just a filler. It's not a, doesn't count to it. But as she, no, I'm just giving, I'm giving you the wrong way of thinking. The way we look at it, because we're not, we're not, you know, textual people. So therefore, in it, you know, leave the it. It is not the item. If I told you, what's the main word in this pasuk? It, you jump in the lake. But now we see that as she, he was mindful of everything. He saw the ach, he saw the it, and therefore he said, hold it. I got to figure out how to do this. I'll be upshot. How can you tell me to be over careful on Shabbat? And then in the beginning of the you tell me to be under careful on Shabbat? What are you doing? Ela, no. Be over careful on Shabbat. Ach, restrict your building of the Mishkan. Two different Hadushim, they don't contradict each other. And that saves the Rashi from the question of Rambat. Now we go further. The next part of this Pasuk that needs analysis. <coughs> What does it mean at the end of the Pasuk? Keep the Shabbat. And if you keep the Shabbat, like I just told you in this Pasuk, there's a takeaway. Lada'at. You're going to know something. Good, what are you going to know? Ki ani Hashem That I am God that sanctifies you. Interesting. Not that I am God that sanctified the Shabbat. That I am God that sanctifies the person. Orachim HaKadosh. It's a beautiful pshat. What do you mean? Why is anything that we just said prove to me how much kiddushah God has invested in the Jew? So Rav Chaim ben Atar does simple mathematics. This would be, you know, geometry 101. If you remember your geometry class. You're trying to forget it, I see. Didn't go well. So it says like this. The Mishkan is very important. Mishkan is great. So great that we have four and a half parashiyot. I mean, I mean, we don't have four and a half, we don't have a parashah on anything, let alone four and a half just discussing Mishkan. There's, there's no topic that has more ink invested in it like the Mishkan. That's unbelievable. That's got to tell you it's an important item. I mean, if you believe that there's no better real estate than the real estate of Parashiyot, that's the best real estate. By the way, didn't go down. Been around for 3,000 years, only going up the Torah's uh, value. They're still learning it. You know, neighborhoods come and go. Torah, neighborhood, very popular. So therefore, it's unbelievable real estate the, the Mishkan has and occupies in the Torah. Let me just finish my point, Mr. Safdie. So now, we say like this. But there's something greater than the Mishkan. As great as the Mishkan is. No, Shabbat. Before you get to the human being. Shabbat. Before you get, before don't jump. In, 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 in geometry, you can't jump steps. Mishkan is great. 
But it's obvious that the Shabbat is greater than the Mishkan. Because when these two collide on the same bridge, who has to yield to who? The Mishkan steps aside and tells the Shabbat, Mechavod. So therefore, as great as the Mishkan is, which Mishkan is unbelievable, but, Nabotai, let's put everything in the proper perspective. You have to know that Shabbat is greater than the Mishkan, and the Mishkan is great. So could you imagine how great Shabbat is? And that's what we learn from this Pasuk. From this Pasuk you learn that what? Whether from the Ach of Rashi or the juxtaposition of the Ramban, the Pasuk is coming to tell you clearly, Shabbat pushes away the Mishkan. The derivation, we went through that already. Now I'm giving you bottom line. And then what do both rabbis tell us? Ramban clearly. The Gemara Yerushalmi. That. But if a human being is in trouble, the human being pushes away Shabbat. The Jew. That tells me that, what Haim HaKadosh says, that as important as the Mishkan is, and the Shabbat is even more important, because it pushes that away, the Jew is more important than the Shabbat and the Mishkan as well. There's nothing more holy in God's eyes. Yes, Kiddushat the Mishkan, unbelievable. Kiddushat Shabbat, unbelievable. But there's something that's even greater. And that is what? Kiddushat Yisrael. It's unbelievable. That when you see a Jew, you have to know you're looking at something that is even more sanctified than Shabbat itself. And we know what Shabbat is. And even, I forget it, Mishkan is, uh, Mishkan is in third place. So they were going from lower to higher, Mishkan. Now, there's no lower here, by the way. <laughs> the, the lower that we're talking about starts at Mars. You know, we're not talking about lower in the sub-basement of the, of, the, uh, you know, of, 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 the, of the yeshiva. We're talking about over here, starting from Mars, the highest level. That's already the Mishkan, how high it is. And then if you can imagine to even get higher than Mars, where you're going to go into the different, uh, 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 you know, uh, 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 planets uh, or different uh, spheres, Shabbat. But all the way. You know why? I'm, I'm just thinking this now. What Rabbi doesn't say it. Because Shabbat and Mishkan are great, but they're not under the Kisei HaKavod. But the Neshamot of Klai Yisrael, where's their position? So even in, 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 in status where we live, and that happens, therefore, the Pasuk is saying, HaGorgis, or HaHaim HaKadosh. You know what the takeaway is? You know what Ladaat is? You know what you're going to come away with this? Look how great you are. I am God that sanctified the person. That's the lesson of this Pasuk. Forget about the halachic ramifications. Yeah, you can't build the Mishkan on Shabbat. Yeah, Pikuah Nefesh Dochesha. There's a lesson, do the math. From here you will learn that I am God that has sanctified the Jew. The sanctification of a Jew is greater than Kiddushat Shabbat. That's, that's an amazing thing. So therefore, you can have Kiddushat Shabbat all week long on a higher level. Every time you see a Jew, Shabbat Shalom. More than Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom on a Tuesday. Adam Shalom. You understand? Once you recognize that, you realize how great a Jew must be. If a Jew pushes away Shabbat, uh, it must be a serious item. And, uh, you know, all the respect to the Jews that are here today with us, to this class over here. Uh, the Tasha Rebbe, 
used to have a, a, a custom on the Shalom when he used to go to the weddings and he used to have a, you know, they had the dance. They're dancing at the weddings and the Rebbe would dance and he would, you know, he would, he would bow. They thought it was one of his moves. You know, everybody has a move, you know, a dance move. And he would make that move over there. But he wasn't doing that. He said that he's dipping in the Mikveh Yisrael. The Pasuk says, Mikveh Yisrael Hashem. Then he understood that B'nai Yisrael, when you get 10 Jews together, so already they form a human Mikveh, Mikveh Yisrael. And then he was, I'm immersing myself in Mikveh Yisrael. I'm, 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 I'm the Kiddushah of 10 Jews in one room. It's incredible. Therefore, I don't, it's a dryless Mikveh, no towel needed, you know, no, uh, you know, you don't got to sneak in either. Mikveh Yisrael. It's a, it's a Mikveh Yisrael. It's a Mikveh Yisrael. And what is that Mikveh Yisrael? It's God. The godliness that is in that uh, uh, group. But it says, 10 Jews get together, Shekhinah B'nehem. That's on a Tuesday. That doesn't have to be on a Shabbat. But 10 Jews in a room, and then the Gebarah says, even one guy that opens a book and learns, Shekhinah can ignore. So you see the power of a Jew. That's uh, Good stuff. It looks like I'm more impressed than the members that are listening to it, but nonetheless. Again, I don't expect you to fall out of your seats because nothing I say causes you guys to fall out of your seats. If I, if I, if I, if I, I don't know what I can say, but I hope inside. Exactly. What I'm assuming is that you're controlling yourself to react publicly because you don't think it's fashionably to, con- to, to show that you're impressed by the Hadushim. So you're controlling your reaction. And I will tell you, gentlemen, you're doing a good job at controlling your reaction to such a great Hadushim. I, I don't have that, that skill to control my excitement when such Hadushim are being said. Even though I knew it before I said it, I'm still excited to hear it again. The Kedushah, what, it, what a Jew is. What a Oh, you heard it. I oh, heard it, you heard it. Yeah, yeah but it, di- it didn't get the setup like it got now. This was a, a big, bigger setup. I don't have the time to weave over there. Okay, let's go further. Please do. Uh, Mila. Derech Hamila. You're adding a nice point. That you see how important Kedushat Mila is. Good point. According to this Orah Mikadosh, we could also say Kedushat Mila, Shabbat's great. Kedushat Mila, Kedushat the Yesod. The Malchut has value if the Yesod is feeding into it, but if the Yesod doesn't feed into the Malchut, well, Shabbat is Malchut. If the Yesod doesn't feed into the Malchut, what do you have? Point well taken. That's Vayakil. Wait to Vayakil. That's in the Asiyah. This is only the Tzivui here. So we didn't get to any, 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 any Melachot yet. They weren't working yet. This is all Tzivui. The Asiyah, that's where we learn Asiyah to Melacha. Now let's go further. <clears throat> Question obviously has to hit your smack uh, between the eyes. The plurality of Achet Shabbetotai. Shabbetotai. I mean, seemingly you keep one Shabbat at a time. And then it says what? Next Pasuk, Ushmartim et Shabbat. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. 
Make a, I don't have a problem. You want to go plural? I'll go plural with you. No problem. Be consistent. You want to go singular? Go singular. But in two pesuki mentioning Shabbat, well, the real Shabbat, please stand up. Is Shabbat Shabbatotai or is it Shabbat? See the question on Yud Gimal Yud Dalit. Ushmatem et Shabbatotai teshmoru. And then Ushmatem et Shabbat. Levantem? So I heard from the Brisker Rav, Rabbi Salavechik. Brisker Rav, Ravelvel, said the following. Because his name was Zev, right? Velvel means what? Zev, Zev. We don't know. Okay, that's what I thought. Anyway, he says beautiful. He says there's two underlying reasons, or not even underlying, overlying reasons, why we keep the Shabbat. No secret to us. We say it in the prayers and we say it in the Kiddush. Zechel Litziat Mitzrayim. Somehow, Shemirat Shabbat reminds us that we came out of Mitzrayim. In Mitzrayim, we're on a low level. We came out of Mitzrayim, God chose us. And therefore, when God chose us, He gave us a gift. And therefore, we were elevated. As it says in the Ten Commandments. So therefore, there's a definite connection between Shabbat and Zechel Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And the obvious reason is because we say in the prayers, Zechel Bereshit. It's to remember that God created the world in six days and on the seventh, rested. So therefore, there are two reasons of Shabbat. Now, one of the reasons, you'll tell me which one, is not limited to Shabbatot, but also applies to Yamim Tovim. Hazach Baruch. Zechel Yitzhak Mitzrayim is in the Kiddush of every holiday. Pesach, Zechel Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Sukkot, Zechel Mitzrayim. Shavuot, Zechel Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Whereas the reason of Ma'asim Bereshit is exclusively to Shabbat. Says the briskarov, nice. Ach it shabbatotai tishmoru. Shabbatotai doesn't only include Shabbat, but it includes Yom Tov, because Yom Tov is also called Shabbat. So therefore, he says, and you know why you have to keep Shabbat and Yom Tov? Ki oti biniu bechem ledorotechem ladat kani Hashem mekadeshchem. I sanctified you when I took you out of Mitzrayim. However, ushmatem et Shabbat when it comes to Shabbat itself, Shabbat bereshit. So therefore the Torah is giving you, why? Why? Why six days work? And because the Pasuk says, So therefore the Torah is giving you the two reasons. One reason applies to all the Shabbatot, and one reason applies only to the Shabbat of that's the risk of nice. Good? However, 
I saw a beautiful explanation from the Kitab Kabbalah. And so beautiful, I even made a copy of it and bring it to your attention now. What's the, what's the double language? So he says like this. It's Rabban's question, he says. What are you bringing Rabbim for? Shabbat, I should say. So Rabban, by the way, not everything has to be so complicated. It's an easy answer. It's Shabbat Otai. Keep the Shabbat of the year. Don't, don't, don't think you can just keep one Shabbat of the year. It's Shabbat Otai. My Shabbat keep, keep, keep the 52, whatever it is. 53, 54 Shabbat of the year. It's a very simple way of learning it, no? That's Rabban says. Kitam Shabbat Otai Ba'abur Ki Shabbat Otashana Hem Rabbim. You know, sometimes you don't have to, sometimes you have to, you, you, you overthink it. You don't got to overthink it. The question is a good question, but the answer is easy answer. But then the Kitab Kabbalah says something beautiful. It's a big chetush. Fiyam evo'ar, b'shem Shabbat, sheyesh pishenayim behorato. Listen, it's, 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 it's finally, the time has arrived for us to finally explain what does the word Shabbat mean? Don't you think, uh, Jacob? Oh, beautiful. So everybody will tell you Shabbat means stop, a cessation. Right, rest, a cessation of work, Shabbat, stop, rest. Very good, that's what, that's what we always thought it. So he says, Ha'ehad, Habitul v'hev, sek melacha. That's for sure. A cessation of work. Like it says, what I'm created in six days, he ceased to do the work. And therefore that's, by the way, and how do we keep Shabbat? By stopping to do work. Whatever the Torah deems as work, so therefore we stop from doing that. If, if, if work means hotza'ah, now we stop from doing hotza'ah. If it means bored, we stop from that as well. Whatever Torah deems melacha, a cessation of melacha. Shabbat. Vashini, as a big hadush. But this rabbi was, a, was an expert in the Jewish Hebrew language. He says, Inyan yeshuv hadat. Shabbat comes from the word yeshuv, where a person's mind is settled. He has what we call in English, peace of mind. Peace of mind for what? Le'inyanim elohim. For spiritual matters. For spiritual matters. His mind is now open to receive divine, spiritual, religious teachings or religious contemplation. Versus anxiety of the week. So he says, Shabbat has two meanings. Number one, stop going to work. No work. Number two, peace of mind, bliss. Clear-minded. Shabbat's supposed to be a day where you're clear-minded. Clear-minded for what? So you can open your mind to learn. So he says, Every Shabbat has two elements to it. There's the element of Shabbat. Rest. Rest from work. That's the physical element. But by the way, that's a means to get you to the second part, which is the main part. And the main part is what? That by not doing work, and like the doc said, 
not having the stress and all the anxiety of work. So your mind says, I can shut off my cell phone finally. I don't got to answer an email. I don't got to deal with texts. I don't have to deal with the alternate side parking. I have all this stuff that makes us, where you can't learn because you're so busy with the, with the Mishugat stuff of the, day, of the week. Shabbat. There's no noise, no, no radio, uh, no, 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 no diversions, no, no, no pollution, no nothing. Quiet, can't do anything. So that puts the person in the right frame of mind to do what? So the, the Amaharas will say, to go to sleep. Shabbat, Rabbi, I love it. I used to have guys come to me. Rabbi, I get 16 hours on Friday night in the winter, and then I get another three on Shabbat. So the guy's basically... He, he slept through the Shabbat. Zombie, zombie. So, so it's, it's, it's a slumber party, Shabbat. Yeah, that's all it is. You know, he puts on a Shabbat pajamas, and he has a pajama party. Every Shabbat he goes to sleep. He missed it. He slept right through it. He slept. I don't even think so. I, 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 think, I think the guy slept through the, the lunch also. And he says, and then what? Sunday? I'm roaring to go. So to him, Shabbat is a preparation for Sunday. And Monday, Tuesday, because you guys, you, 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 we're, not, we're not robots. So you need to rest up, so therefore, so you'll be productive during the week. So with all due respect, I missed the boat. Now, we're not saying that Shabbat's not a day of rest, or more important, cessation from work. But there's a, pers- there's a purpose to it. The purpose is to put you in the right, in, in the Zen mode. Where now, you know, you're, you're clear and you can focus and, you're, you know, you're concentrating on more important things to elevate you. Now you come to the knees and you can hear the dirash. And you don't got to worry that the thing's going to buzz. And now you got to answer the text and you got to run out. Or 9 o'clock, move the cars. I'm here. I'm here. I'm not going nowhere. Nothing's going to interrupt. And therefore it can go in. It can go in properly. So... Both Shabbatot are important. So therefore he's learning that you have to keep both elements of the Shabbat. Shabbatot. Number one, Number one, from the mundane things of this world. Shabbat Litasek. So you can now have a clear mind to involve yourself in spiritual pursuits. Now he says, listen, very important. The cessation from work is not a means to itself. It's a means to get you to the higher level of Shemirat Shabbat. Like I just told you. The guy just thinks, I don't work on Shabbat, therefore, I just sit, uh, sit outside and uh, lie down and eat bizarre. I'm not against that, by the way. I'm all for it, by the way. I do that too. But everything has to have a, a, a limit. You got to have a balance. You get to shoot three times. You get to class. You want to get... No, I don't do that. Shabbat, I'm off. I'm off Shabbat. Good, you're off. And we tell this guy, with all due respect, with all the honor in the world, we're not going to call him a tipesh, that's obvious. You don't have to waste your words. But we would say to him, you missed the boat. You missed the boat. There was such a, 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 an asset there that you could have profited. And you were just happy not to take a loss. But you didn't take the profit. And by not taking profit, that's the biggest loss. Understand? 
He says, Ki omnam. It's the Shivitat Melacha that brings the person to Yeshuv Nefesh, to the to the to the to the passive state where your mind is you know open and clear. That is the objective. So when you see a guy on Shabbat morning. He's got a smile from ear to ear. And you see, guys, not, not worried he's in the world. And he's got nowhere to go. And you see him just absorbing the dirash. You say to yourself, that guy knows what he's doing. That's the Shabbat. That's Shabbat. Rabbi, where do you see the Shabbat in this, in this picture? Look at the guy's brain. Look at the guy's attitude. He's got nowhere to go. And because he has nowhere to go, he parked himself in the bit midrash. Not under the covers. But what, what brought him here? If melacha would be permissible, you'd never get to that stage. If even you'd be allowed to do one melacha on Shabbat, you'll be doing, all day long you'll, you'll just do that melacha. So they had to take away any productive work because they know the rabbis. Even the rabbis had to take away mukseh from us. What's, what's the matter with mukseh? Mukseh is not one of the Yisudim Doraita, uh, but they knew that if you don't take away mukseh, a guy will be in his garage all day. It's the perfect day. <laughs> Fix the garage, puttering around the garage. You know, put the paint cans back up, put the paintbrush up. I'm not, I'm not making any, uh, moving, moving stuff around. I'll move all the, the tool chest, put the hammer over here, put everything over there, set up the, uh, you know, set up the, uh, you know, the tack board, all the stuff, and make, make the garage. Like, like what, 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 what do the rest of the world do on Shabbat? They're in the garage. You want to find the regular guy from America, where's he on Shabbat? He's in the car, he's in the garage, he's in the bar. <clears throat> so therefore, the Torah said, that's all, or the rabbis, it's all off the table. Why? These are all, uh, it's to put you in a mood. It's to create a mood. Everything's mood, by the way. Why do when you go to a restaurant, they dim the lights, they put a can on the table? They're creating ambiance. Now, we don't discount that, by the way. There's a certain, in Yan, now, I'm not saying maybe for eating, you don't have to create such a big thing. Just eat and go home. We're making a big fuss about that. But there's a, you know, there's a reason why when you order a coffee in the Waldorf Astoria, it costs you $43. Because they're charging you one penny for the coffee and $42 for the ambiance. You know, you, know, you know what type of couch you're sitting on? You know what type of rug this is? Look at the ceiling. You, know, you have a ceiling like that in your house? The reason why in your house the coffee costs a penny because you're, 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 the paint is chipping off the ceiling. And he's sitting in the world of Astoria, and we got the special uh, aroma that's coming through the vents that you can only smell in the world of Astoria's uh, lobby. And you go home and you smell the kids, uh, I don't want to say. So therefore, ambiance. So you have to create the ambiance. So Borei Olam says to create the ambiance, the spiritual ambiance of Shabbat, it's not with a dim light and candles only. But it's with, uh, you got to remove a lot of this other stuff and then all of a sudden you'll start to feel the, what it brings you to. And then you'll be awake for the spiritual ecstasy that Shabbat has to offer. So he says, Not one Shabbat. The Kabbalah is saying, 
that make sure you keep both elements. Understand? Yiratzeh, meaning, Bechol Shabbat Shabbat Tishmiru Shteh Shabbatot. Every Shabbat, you really have to keep two Shabbatot. Shemitat aguf memelechet maaseh. That's the physical labor stuff. Veshemitat anefesh bemelechet avodat Hashem. Beautiful. Now, veliyot, here's the key now. Veliyot sheshte shemitot ele zela zeh kemsobeb mena siba v'lo yitparedu. They link to it. You can't have one without the other. They're the, the, the two sides of the same coin. Obviously, the goal is to get to the Shivitat of, of Yeshuvah Da'at. So he says, But he says, what's the main one? Second one. He says, Shivitat is if you'd ask, what's the, what's the ikar to get to the second Shabbat? But you can't get to the second Shabbat until you go through the first Shabbat. But the goal is to get to the second one. So that's why he says, beautiful. Go back to our Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Shabbatotai. But then right after that, what does it say? Ki ot he. What do you mean? That's singular. You just told me Shabbatotai, which is plural. In the same pasuk, you, you went back and forth. It should say ki ot him. It's saying, no. Of course you have to do Shabbatotai. But the goal is ki ot bini That's the ikat Shabbat. So the Torah goes from plural to singular in the same pasuk in order to get you to that understanding. Of course, you got to keep both. But the goal is, that's to get to that one. That but go slow, go slow. Digest. Enjoy it. Yeshuvah Dat. that will bring you to spiritual uh, uh, elevation. With this, the rabbi explains in a, in a brilliant way a gemara that you always knew and you always learned it one way. But now he says, with this, I'm going to explain the Gemara, it's possible. Ki al kavana zu amru razal. Ilu shamru Yisrael shte shabbatot miyad nigalim. We always learn, what does it mean if the Jewish people would keep two shabbatot? Two in a row. Keep shabbat. On the, uh, the, uh, the first of the month and seven days later keep the next one so he says no it's not mean consecutive Shabbatot if the Jewish people would keep the two Shabbats that are in every Shabbat meaning not only Shabbat but Shabbat because then they've reached where the Shabbat is Problem is, yes, Ashrem Israel. Most people, yeah, Melachot. But then again, it's a day of rest. Only problem is, it's a day of physical rest, not a day of spiritual rest. That's the mistake that they make. So therefore, 
<coughs> you're a Shomer Shabbat. But it's not enough to be a Shomer Shabbat. You have to be a Shomer Shabbatot. So when somebody comes along and says, come on, sorry, before, you get, uh, before you interrupt. So therefore, when somebody comes along and says, I'm a Shomer Shabbat, what he means is the main one. Meaning, Yishuv Adat, spiritual uh, contemplation. Because that's the goal. You can only get to the second level if you went through the, the first. So that now goes back to what you're saying, and I second the motion, that that could be now what the Pasuk meant at the beginning. Ach et. We asked the question. We said, make up your mind. Ach is a restrictive. And et is a inclusive. Make up your mind. Is Ach restrictive? Or is, are we restricting Shabbat? Or we are including? So we could say, Ach et Shabbatotai. The two Shabbatot have both elements. When it comes to Melacha, Ach, minimize your Melacha on Shabbat. But when it comes to the spiritual, Et le And therefore the bazook is like a charm. Ach et Shabbatotai. That's telling you the two the two sides of the Shabbat Kodesh. And that's, a, that's definitely uh, you know, a beautiful, beautiful hashkafa for us to go into Shabbat. With this, I say to our members, Shabbat Shalom, or Shabbatot Shalom, or Mevorach. I do a job. Amen. Amen. Amen.